Little by little, a little becomes a lot. Hi friends, welcome to the Piece by Piece podcast. My name is Mackenzie, and if you're anything like me, trying to balance everything in your life sometimes leaves you feeling drained, overwhelmed, and fearful. If you're wondering how you can find joy in every situation, magic in the mundane, and rest for your soul, I'd love to have you join me as we uncover simple practices to point us back to peace. Life can be overwhelming in both good and bad ways. The older I get, the more I find there are so many things to think about and manage all the time that I need to find ways to ground myself. That's where this episode idea stemmed from. Ideas for me and for you to feel a little less overwhelmed. Lists were just a part of my life as a child because my mom wrote so many of them everywhere all the time. I found it incredibly helpful. She always had the answers and everything was always planned. The older I've gotten, the more I've realized how life-saving lists can be. My mom was a flight attendant and every week when she traveled, there was always, without fail, a sheet of paper on our fridge with the days listed that she was gone and a list of who was going where and when each day and how they would be getting there. She also wrote what needed to be done, like our chores, and meals if she had made some ahead of time. She had notebooks full of calendars and to-do lists, there was a grocery list on the side of our fridge, and there was a scrap paper available in every room so she could scribble down everything she needed to. I am now the exact same way. If I don't write it down, I will most likely forget about it, and it won't happen. I for sure got my love of lists from my mom. You all already know my love of lists already. They've helped me through school and life tasks. I have them in notebooks, bullet journals, my phone, my computer. I have lists for books to read, TV shows to watch, places I want to travel, future kid names, certain city bucket lists, things I need to do today, tomorrow, next week, this month, eventually, etc. And now, I've been finding that my system for managing overwhelm is now overwhelming me. There's more in my life than there ever has been before, and I know there will continue to be more and more. I find myself getting overwhelmed by my lists that are supposed to help with that very thing. I was feeling extra overwhelmed the other day, and I was very much in my own head with my own thoughts. Kyle asked me what was wrong, and I was able to unload and process everything I was thinking. I felt a million loads lighter after that, and I realized I needed connection to feel less overwhelmed. As I thought more about that, I thought of how disconnecting from certain things and reconnecting to different things are what helps me the most, and I wanted to share them with you. The first is like I already mentioned. Disconnect from just your own thoughts or superficial friendships and reconnect to real relationships with people who understand you. Even if you are solely an internal processor, it's helpful to have a close relationship or two to confirm or challenge your thinking. I'm a verbal processor, so I automatically like to share my thoughts with other people and it helps me. God created us to thrive with one another. We are built for authentic community. I've moved to two different states in the past four years, and it takes time to build those relationships. And sometimes I just need to call my family or a friend from back home. When I get out of my own head and I talk to someone who truly knows me, I feel like I don't have to have it all figured out, and I'm definitely not alone. The second is to disconnect from screens and reconnect to the outdoors. 
If I'm being honest with you, sometimes I get so overwhelmed by the constant noise in bajillion places trying and succeeding sometimes to have my attention that I just want to get a flip phone that only has phone calls and short texts and move to an off-grid tiny house in the middle of a mountain range. I don't actually want to do that, but when I think those things, that's a sign to me that I need to have some better boundaries for myself when it comes to technology. We're all created very differently, so what is too much technology for me might not be too much for you. I do love technology, especially since I don't live by my family and a lot of close friends. But there are so many online platforms designed to keep us connected so we buy more things or interested in more things. And the internet is just filled with so much knowledge that you can literally learn anything you want to. So then if you're like me, you feel like maybe you should and then you just don't know where to start. So you don't. I think that's what I'm getting at with technology. Sometimes it's just necessary to turn my phone on airplane mode, close down my laptop, and if not necessarily go outdoors, do something that is equally as grounding. For me, that would be cooking or reading or playing with my dog or going for a walk. The less I connect to technology, the more I find myself exhaling and just releasing all of this need for more. The third is similar, and that is to disconnect from what is draining and reconnect to what fills you. I just told you a main one for me. Technology is draining for me, so I need to do something that fills me up, like cooking. We all have different things that drain us and fill us up. We've even talked about it in episode 19 about creating an imbalance in our lives. It's so beneficial for you to notice the places, the people, and activities that leave you feeling spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically drained. Figure out how you can do less of those things, and then notice the areas in your life that fill you with peace and purpose, and try to fill your life with more of those things. The fourth is to disconnect from the world and reconnect to God. We get a lot of messages from media, people in our lives, our own thoughts that try to tell us who we are, what we should do, what we should be like, or whether or not we're measuring up. Looking for peace or trying to find our identity and worth in created things of this world is a lose-lose scenario. Our identity and peace and joy can only come from our creator. He invites us into this relationship with him through his son, Jesus, and when we reconnect with him and see ourselves through his eyes, that is the truest place where we can feel less overwhelmed. God isn't always the first place I turn to when I'm feeling overwhelmed, and I don't want that to be true of myself. God didn't only make us to have connection with others, but to himself as well. When I'm feeling extra burnt out and tired, it's a sign pointing me back to God and showing me I've been placing all of my hope in myself instead of the one who made me. If that's the place you're in right now, there is grace for you and for me. There is a place where we can find peace. His mercies are new every morning, and that is to say they are new all the time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Those are just four of the ways that I've found help me when I feel overwhelmed, and I hope they help you as well. I realize I haven't done an intention for the month of October, so that will be out shortly. I just can't believe we're already in October. But in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at piecebypiecewithmac. I'll talk to you soon.